Good morning. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the Bible all the way through each year, and we follow the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 14th of December, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 20th of Kislev. This day in history was when Ezra admonished the people, Ezra 10.9, so all the men of Yehudan Binyamin assembled at Yerushalayim within the three days. It was the ninth month on the 20th of the month. This week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Vayeshev, which means he settled, and we're going to start by reading from the Torah, Genesis 38. Before we do so, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. At that time, Yehuda went down from his brothers and visited a certain Adolamite whose name was Chira. There Yehuda saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite man named Shua. He took her and went into her. She conceived and bore a son, and he named him Er. She conceived again and bore a son, and she named him Onan. She yet bore again a son and named him Shelach. He was at Chiziv when she bore to him. Yehuda took a wife for Er, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. Er, Yehuda's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord took his life. Yehuda said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform the duty of a husband's brother to her, and raise up seed for your brother. But Onan knew that the seed would not be his, and when he went in to his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground, lest he should give seed to his brother. The thing which he did was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he took his life also. Then Yehuda said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house until Shelach, my son, is grown up. For he said, Lest he also die like his brothers. Tamar went and lived in her father's house. After many days, Shua's daughter, the wife of Yehuda, died. Yehuda was comforted and went up to his sheep shearers, to Timna he and his friend Chira, the Adulamite. Tamar was told, Behold, your father-in-law is going up to Timna to shear his sheep. She took off the garments of her widowhood and covered herself with her veil and wrapped herself and sat in the gate of Enaim, which is on the way up to Timna, for she saw that Shelach was grown up and she was not given to him as a wife. When Yehuda saw her, he thought that she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face. 
He turned to her by the way and said, Please come, let me come into you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. She said, What will you give me that you may come into me? He said, I will send you a young goat from the flock. She said, Will you give me a pledge until you send it? He said, What pledge will I give you? She said, Your signet and your cord and your staff that is in your hand. He gave them to her and and came into her, and she conceived by him. She arose and went away and put off her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. Yehuda sent the young goat by the hand of his friend, the Adulamite, to receive the pledge from the woman's hand, but he did not find her. Then he asked the men of, the, of her place, saying, Where is the prostitute that was at Enaim by the road? They said, There has been no prostitute here. He returned to Yehuda and said, I have not found her. And also the men of the place said, There has been no prostitute here. Yehuda said, Let her keep it, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this young goat, and you have not found her. About three months later, Yehuda was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has played the prostitute, and behold, she is with child by prostitution. Yehuda said, Bring her out, and let her be burned. When she was brought out, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, I am with child by the man who owns these. She also said, Please discern whose these are, the signet and the cords and the staff. Yehuda acknowledged them and said, She is more righteous than I, because I did not give her to Shelach, my son. And he did not know her again. In the time of her travail, behold, twins were in her womb. When she travailed, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on his hand, saying, This came out first. As he drew back his hand, behold, his brother came out, and she said, Why have you made a breach for yourself? Therefore his name was called Peretz. Afterward his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zerah. That was Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 38. Our portion today from the prophets is 1 Samuel, chapters 21 and 22. And he arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. Then David came to Nov to Achimelech the Kohen. And Achimelech came to meet David trembling and said to him, Why are you alone and no man with you? David said to Achimelech the Kohen, The king has commanded me to do something and has said to me, Let no one know anything about the business about which I send you and what I have commanded you. I have sent the young men to a certain place. Now therefore, what is under your hand? Please give me five loaves of bread in my hand, or whatever is available. And the Kohen answered David and said, I have no common bread on hand, but there is holy bread, 
if only the young men have kept themselves from women. And David answered the Kohen and said to him, Truly, women have been kept from us as usual these three days. When I came out, the vessels of the young men were holy, though it was only a common journey. How much more than today shall their vessels be holy? So the Kohen gave him holy bread, for there was no bread there but the showbread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Now a certain man of the servants of Shaul was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg the Edomite, the best of the herdsmen who belonged to Shaul. Then David said to Ahimelech, Is there not a spear or a sword on hand? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. The Kohen said, Behold, the sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you would like to take that, take it, for there is no other except that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. David arose and fled that day for fear of Shaul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. The servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing to one another about him in dances, saying, Shaul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was very afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. So he changed his behavior before them and pretended to be insane in their hands and scribbled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall down on his beard. Then Achish said to his servants, Behold, you can see the man is insane. Why then have you brought him to me? Do I lack madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Should this fellow come into my house? David therefore departed from there and escaped to Adullam's cave. When his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him, everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered themselves to him, and he became captain over them. And there were with him about four hundred men. David went from there to Mitzpeh of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother come out with you until I know what God will do for me. He brought them before the king of Moab, and they lived with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. The prophet God said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Chiret. Shaul heard that David was discovered with the men who were with him. Now Shaul was sitting in Giv'ah under the tamarisk tree in Ramah with his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing around him. Shaul said to his servants who stood around him, Hear now, you Benjamites, will the son of Ishai give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, that all of you have conspired against me, 
and there is no one who discloses to me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Ishai. And there is none of you who is sorry for me, or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie in wait as it is today. Then Doeg the Edomite, who stood by the servants of Shaul, answered and said, I saw the son of Ishai coming to Nov, to Ahimelech the son of Achituv. And he inquired of the Lord for him, gave him food, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Then the king sent to call Ahimelech the Kohen, the son of Achituv, and all his father's house, the Kohanim who were in Nov. And they all came to the king. Shaul said, Hear now, you son of Achituv. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. Shaul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Ishai, in that you have given him bread and a sword, and have inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait as it is today? Then Achimelech answered the king and said, Who among all your servants is so faithful as David? Who is the king's son-in-law, captain over your guard, and honored in your house? Have I today begun to inquire of God for him? Far be it from me. Do not let the king impute anything to his servant, nor to all the house of my father. For your servant knows nothing of all this, less or more. But the king said, You shall surely die, Achimelech, you and all your father's house. And the king said to the guard who stood about him, Turn and kill the Kohanim of the Lord, because their hand also is with David, and because they knew that he fled and did not disclose it to me. But the servants of the king would not put out their hand to fall on the Kohanim of the Lord. The king said to Doeg, Turn and attack the Kohanim. And Doeg the Edomite turned, and he attacked the Kohanim, and he killed on that day eighty-five people who wore a linen ephod, and he struck Nov, the city of the Kohanim, with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and infants, and cattle and donkeys and sheep, with the edge of the sword. One of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Achituv, named Aviatar, escaped and fled after David. Aviatar told David that Shaul had slain the Kohanim of the Lord. David said to Aviatar, I knew on that day when Doeg the Edomite was there that he would surely tell Shaul, I am responsible for the death of all the persons of your father's house. Stay with me. Do not be afraid, for he who seeks my life seeks your life, for you will be safe with me. That was First Samuel, or Shmuel Aleph, chapters 21 and 22. Today our portion from the writings is Psalm 68. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. A song. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them who hate him also flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, 
so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad, let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice with gladness. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds by his name Yah, and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a defender of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God sets the lonely in families. He brings out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious dwell in a sun-scorched land. God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, Selah, the earth trembled, The heavens also poured down rain at the presence of the God of Sinai, at the presence of God, the God of Israel. You, God, sent a plentiful rain. You confirmed your inheritance when it was weary. Your congregation lived therein. You, God, prepared your goodness for the poor. The Lord gives the word. The ones who proclaim it are a great company. Kings of armies flee, they flee. She who waits at home divides the plunder. If you lie down among the sheepfolds, you are like the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with shining gold. When Shaddai scattered kings in it, let snow fall on Salmon. The mountains of Bashan are majestic mountains. The mountains of Bashan are rugged. Why do you look in envy, you rugged mountains, at the mountain where God chooses to reign? Yes, the Lord will dwell there forever. The chariots of God are tens of thousands, and thousands of thousands. The Lord is among them, from Sinai into the sanctuary. You have ascended on high. You have led away captives. You have received gifts among people. Yes, among the rebellious also, that Yah God might dwell there. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burdens, God who is our salvation, Selah. God is to us a God of deliverance. To the Lord, the Lord, belongs escape from death. But God will strike through the head of his enemies, the hairy scalp of such a one as still continues in his guiltiness. The Lord said, I will bring you again from Bashan. I will bring you again from the depths of the sea, that you may crush them, dipping your foot in blood, that the tongues of your dogs may have their portion from your enemies. They have seen your ways, O God, the ways of my God, my King, in the sanctuary. The singers went before, the musicians followed after, among the ladies playing with tambourines. Bless God in the congregations, the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin, their ruler, the princes of Yehuda, their council, the princes of Zvulun, and the princes of Naphtali. Your God has commanded your strength. Strengthen, God, that which you have done for us. Because of your temple at Yerushalayim, kings shall bring presents to you. Rebuke the wild animal of the reeds, the multitude of the bulls, 
with the calves of the people. Being humbled, may it bring bars of silver. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall hurry to stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Selah. To him who rides on the heaven of heavens, which are of old, behold, he utters his voice, a mighty voice. Ascribe strength to God. His excellency is over Israel. His strength is in the skies. You are awesome, God, in your sanctuaries. The God of Israel gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. That was Psalm or Tehillim 68. Today's portion from the Apostles is Mark 14, 43 through 72. And immediately, while he was still speaking, Yehuda, one of the twelve, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs from the chief Kohanim, the Torah teachers, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I will kiss, that is he. Seize him and lead him away safely. And when he came, immediately he came to him and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him and seized him. But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol and cut off his ear. Yeshua answered and said to them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple, teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. A certain young man followed him, having a linen cloth thrown around himself over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. They led Yeshua away to the Kohen Gadol. All the chief Kohanim, the elders, and the Torah teachers came together with him. And Peter had followed him from a distance until he came into the court of the Kohen Gadol. He was sitting with the officers and warming himself in the light of the fire. Now the chief Kohanim and the whole council sought witnesses against Yeshua to put him to death and found none, for many gave false testimony against him, but their testimonies did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Even so, their testimony did not agree. The Kohen Gadol stood up in the middle and asked Yeshua, Have you no answer? What is it which these testify against you? But he stayed quiet and did not answer. Again the Kohen Gadol asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed? And Yeshua said, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. 
And the Kohen Gadol tore his clothes and said, What further need have we of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? And they all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to beat him with fists and to tell him, Prophesy. And the officers received him with blows of their hands. And as Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the maids of the Kohen Gadol came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with the Nazareth Yeshua. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. He went out on the porch, and the rooster crowed. And the maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, This is one of them. But he again denied it. After a little while again, those who stood by said to Peter, You truly are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. The rooster crowed the second time, and Peter remembered the word, how that Yeshua said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he thought about that, he wept. That was Mark fourteen forty three through 72 And it concludes my readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice, however, um, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 12 today also. I just want to thank you before I sign out. Um, there are some of you who are patrons of this podcast, and you guys really are the best. You're such a blessing. Thank you for supporting our efforts. It encourages us so, so much. If anyone wants to reach us, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or look us up on our website, dailybreadmoms.com. Also, a while back I mentioned asking for prayer for my friend who had been admitted to the hospital. And um, now it turns out that she has... Uh, cancer that has come back again to her body. So I would please just ask for prayer for her that you would continue to pray for my friend. God knows exactly who she is and what she needs and that he would be near to her and her family right now. Thank you for your prayers. It really means a lot. That was all that I wanted to mention for today. May you all be blessed today. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judah in Israel. Until next time. Music